This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Hoaxes and other fake news stories. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria. Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Using common sense thinking with New York Street Smarts. Now with Dr. Maria, here's Rudy Giuliani. If tomorrow all the things were gone, I'd work for all my life. I had to start again with just my children and my wife. I thank my lucky stars to be living here today. Cause the flag still stands for freedom and they can't take that away. And I'm, and I'm proud, proud to be an American. Where I know I'm free. Good morning, good morning, and welcome to Uncovering the Truth, Rudy Giuliani, and me, Dr. Maria, and we are sponsored by the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. That was Lee Greenwood, who I had the pleasure of meeting at WABC Radio Studios. Kind man, but this song, 40-year-old song, it hits us in the heart every yeah, time. We needed we it, it then, and we need it again now. And he's becoming, again, quite quite rightly, very famous again, being asked for all over the place. Americans are de- depressed and despondent. We get reports of that all the time. But when an American is depressed and despondent, and I know Americans as well as anyone does, because I've been all over the country, inside that heart beats the heart of a patriot. Amen. The heart of the descendants of the people who threw the tea in the in the, in the Boston Tea Party and died at Concord and Lexington and fought a civil war so that all men could be free and liberated Europe twice without asking for a piece of land and fought the war against communism and defeated it once. We'll defeat it again. Yeah, within our own borders. But I have to talk about, Rudolph, what happened last night outside the White House? It seems like there was nothing. No direction. Oh, there was, there was, it couldn't be much, uh, uh, Dr. Maria, because even the New York Post had, it was like at the bottom of page 12, there was a little thing. Well, there was a violent insurrection, over a thousand pro-Palestinian, pro-Hamas people started shaking the fence violently, actually destroyed a part of it. Secret Service, you know, of course, responded, and other armed anti-riot professionals, and they threw sticks. Yeah, I I was being sarcastic Yeah, I know. Uh, They threw sticks at the police officers, but... Well, don't you remember? I mean, I remember a couple of things from it. Teddy was showing us the pictures uh, when we were coming off the plane, and it was... um, It was... They were shaking the fence. You don't see the fence of that White House shake too much. I always thought if you shook the fence of the White House, you got shot. I mean, I never would have shook the face of the White House. They were yelling and screaming, F Joe Biden, F Joe Biden, F Joe Biden. They said, I don't know if this is true, 
the report, I think I watched it, believe it or not, on CNN. The report said they evacuated the staff from the White House or into the secure rooms, which is what happened with President Trump that fateful night when they had a riot and possible insurrection, the only one of 2020. And that was by BLM. And that was by Black Lives Matter and Antifa. And my son was in the White House that day, that night. So he can tell you. We'll get get Andrew on and ask him about that. And uh, how about this? This was much more violent than anything I've seen in the J6 movies and no arrests. Yeah, that's that's the funny part of it. Not one arrest. Why isn't the FBI using facial recognition to everybody <sighs> going to their work, trying to arrest them? It's that two-tier justice system that has demoralized this country. But you see what they're doing January 6th, now they announced just last week that they are going to uh, go after now anybody who is even on the grounds. You may not even have gone into the Capitol because you were invited by the police officers. So far, we're okay. So what they're doing is oppressing 80 million people who are conservatives or more. They want you to be so afraid to speak up. This is not only election interference, it's against our Constitution, but it's what happens in a dictatorship. There are very few people who are secure enough to speak out against this regime, and it has become a regime. Tell me what you think. Call in at 1-800-848-9222. We want to hear from you. So today, very important day. Very sad day. It marks a hundred days since the vicious, vicious attack by Hamas on innocent Israeli citizens. A hundred days. A hundred days and there's still over 132 hostages. Nine to ten, I can't get quite the exact figure on Americans. Why don't we know every American? Because they don't really care. Why isn't every news organization every night putting American hostages up on that screen? Screen That is our brethren. That is our fellow citizen. And we're not even talking about it. President uh, excuse me, Biden has been on vacation more than any other president. He goes to wherever he was. Was he the Caribbean? I forget where he was. He comes back for a few days, does a campaign stop, and now he's at Camp David recuperating. Like, I, I don't have a president. You don't have a president. He is totally a dictator. He is totally a puppet of the radical Marxist left. And he does not care about any Americans. Well, I mean, it, 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 it's like beating a dead horse at this point to, to, uh, point out his lack of interest, care. How about a week of not talking to a secretary of defense while we're bombing and getting bombed? And, uh, doesn't, and it's like, oh, he was gone for a week and had prostate cancer. Oh, who was in charge? Let's check. Oh, where was she? Oh, she's on vacation in Puerto Rico. Yeah, the deputy. Yeah, the deputy. Okay. I, saw this, I get the point. I saw this idiotic uh, guy on Newsmax this morning. His last name is Ellis. He said, well, where does it say you have to share your medical information? Well, you don't. He, all he had to do, or have his wife or, or somebody else, call up the president and say, 
Austin is facing a medical emergency. He is out of touch. You have to pronounce somebody else in charge, or you have to get the the deputy uh, person back from vacation. It's called leadership. It's called accountability. When I was a hospital CEO, yes, I took vacations in Europe. I had an acting CEO in my absence. You always need somebody leadership. Even, unfortunately, I had a neck surgery. I had, I don't disclose my whole medical record because I'm very (laughs) private. I'm in New Hampshire. The the only point the president needs at that time is... He's out of I, I, I check with your deputy. Uh, presumably, at this point in the administration, you've put together a good enough administration so your deputy can run things. If you haven't, we're really in bad shape. Yeah. Nothing's going to fix that. And, and nothing can forgive him for not doing it. If he was so out of it, because he was in the ICU, but a lot of times they do that with VIPs just to give him privacy. But if he was that sick in the ICU, you, he was never unconscious. From my knowledge, you can tell somebody to call we know what the procedure is. Yeah. It, it, yeah. it was robotic pro, uh, prostate cancer surgery. You do not go completely under. Well, that was but, done in December, and that well, he, he didn't let him know it then either. Yeah, that was wrong then, but definitely when he was out of commission a lot. Right. Both times, you're right. He should have told. He did end up with an infection, pretty sick, which I have empathy mm. for, but I cannot. He has to be held accountable, and, and President Biden should have fired And we him. are, and you could argue that we are, in, an, in, in addition to backing up Israel, we're in our own war with the Houthis. I mean, if, if, when somebody attacks you 105 times, I think they're telling you they're at war with you. Now, he <laughs> yeah. will not accept it because Biden, you know, lets us get the hell kicked out of us and does nothing, which he did for about 90 times. Then he struck back with the U.K., uh, and they did some damage, uh, described by several newspapers as a pinprick of damage. There were 28, uh, I've forgotten the number of sites, but number of sites hit, but very little damage done to them. No leaders. No leaders. No, were even oh, they haven't killed, they haven't killed the leader. But they killed, they killed about eight people in yeah. that one. Then, yeah. then, uh, uh, everybody complained. Oh my goodness. All the, all, all the usual suspects who hate uh, uh, the Houthis complain. And then the next day, and this was good, I like this. The next day we went back and hit Yemen, and, and we went on Yemen territory and hit Yemen. Rudy, who gave that order? I, Do we even know if it was Biden? Certainly not Austin. Like, this is crazy. I mean, it was the Well, yeah, I mean, there, was a, there was a distinct difference between it the first the and the second. Thing and, and neither one of them comes under the War Powers Act, by the yeah. way. The Republicans and the Democrats are pulling. There's plenty to pull on Biden, like we should throw him out of the White House because he doesn't know where the hell he is. But uh, what he did is perfectly in line with what other presidents did. The first one was a defensive mission. Uh, a commercial ship was being hit, and we overdid it a little, but we took out everything hootie you could find within 50 miles. The second one, we went right into Yemen, and we hit, I, I see four of the bases that we hit. I'm told we hit 28 bases. Now, that's a pretty good hit, and we had the U.K. doing it with us, and that had to shake the hell out of them because uh, when you get hit like that, n- nobody can hit you the way uh, our Air Force can hit you. And uh, the only problem with it is the following. That hit should have been directed at Iran. Because Iran is calling the shots, and Iran still sits back there and says, 
Fine. I, boys, I invited you to the phony uh, 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 shooting gallery. I got you locked in there and shoot all you want in that shooting gallery. So o- Obama, as we know, it's it's so well known about giving Iran cash. Mistake. Right? But what about taking the hoodies off the terrorists? Yeah. And then the, Who could justify that? The Biden administration takes the hoodies off the terrorist list, which... To me, I think needs to be questioned. It doesn't make any logical sense. They're they're vicious terrorists, and then Biden also has kicked back money to Iran. And I agree with you wholeheartedly, Mayor Giuliani. Iran is behind everything, and that's who we need to hit. We cannot let them get nuclear any more nuclear arms, and uh, we, that's that's our enemy. That's our number besides China, Iran, China. Russia are our enemies, but I would say in order right right at this moment, Iran and China are tied. Yeah, Iran is right in our face, yeah. uh, and China is helping them, oh my but, God. but not to the extent that Iran is helping their proxies yeah. w- w- where they are really running. There's also a physical proximity with Iran. Iran is right there in the region. That's so, right. And, and, and you know what I'm going to say next? No. Bagram Air Force Base was right there. Yeah, 400 miles from in China. Afghanistan. Why did they never mention that? Even they were doing a job. Somebody was doing a job on how Biden was bribed by China. And he got a lot of good ones in, you know, uh, not not following up on COVID, saying China is really peaceful. But the biggest one of all is giving up the 400, the 400 mile away air base. Only a trader does that. Well, we'll be right back a little more on this. And then we will talk about. The freezing conditions in Oregon. Who's going to win Iowa. In, in, uh, in Iowa? I keep thinking Oregon. Iowa. Iowa. It looks like Siberia. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Hoaxes and other fake news stories. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria. Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Using common sense thinking with New York Street Smarts. Now, with Dr. Maria, here's Rudy Giuliani. We've been traveling far. Without a home. Not without a star. Wow. Well, that is Neil Diamond, right? Coming to America. Welcome back to Uncovering the Truth. We are sponsored by the uh, Tunnel to Towers Foundation. What a great organization. Well, we want to talk about Iowa. First in the nation, Mm -hmm. caucus. And I want to remind you what a caucus is. It's very different than a primary, which New Hampshire is the first in the nation primary on January 23rd. Rudy's going to laugh at me because I'm all about New Hampshire. I said, I have to stop talking about New Hampshire. Well, I can. It's near primary season. But uh, the caucus is really interesting because every American You're has a right. You're the first person in New Hampshire to ever admit that. <laughs> every, every person who votes has a right to privacy right a secret ballot 
Well, in a caucus, you can't be secret. It's like a four, and you have to be dedicated. That's what I love about Iowans and other people who have caucuses as well. You got to dedicate some time, and you may have to travel to the location. But you go to a place, say a gymnasium, and a Trump representative, a DeSantis representative, a Haley representative, maybe even a Asa Hutchinson representative is going to try to sway your vote. They're going to talk, and then you go in that corner. But you may be swayed again by somebody else talking about what they want to do for you as an American. So you may change your corner and go to another corner. So it's a process. It's not secret. You have to really believe in your candidate and not worry about being whatever, targeted. But they have a new issue this year, don't they, Rudy? Well, yeah. I mean, it's... it's uh... There's a strange element introduced here that hasn't been introduced in modern times. Uh, you, you might think it's cold in, in, in Iowa. It's not really that cold in Iowa. Always. This is the first time since 1992 that the temperature in any part of Iowa uh, for a primary has been below zero. Yeah. Uh, closest it got was about three primaries ago. It was 15 degrees below in, uh, in Des Moines. Usually it's in the 20s, 30s, sometimes early 40s. Uh, so this is a, this is not like we're having it in Nome, Alaska, or even in Upper New Hampshire, for that matter. Uh, you know, people of that, like I had um, two homes. I was blessed to have one, in, in I still do. I live in Manchester, New Hampshire. But when I was running a hospital, a rural hospital in the North Country, I had a home up there. I could get up in the morning and it'd be minus 30. It's you get used to it. You know how so, to dress. Let me give you an analysis, and, I'll, and hopefully uh, Dick Morris is listening, and he'll critique it on his show. <laughs> no, nobody reads polls better than Dick, but I tried to do a Dick Morris last night. The, uh, there's a very, very famous poll. I mean, it's legendary. That is uh, put out by the Des Moines Register. Oh yes. On the Saturday night before the primary. Always. Uh, they say it is the most accurate. It is. I mean, it gets the last trend. It gets the last trend, not necessarily the election itself. But uh, that poll has the following numbers, and they, they tell you something. They do. I mean, it's not, this, is not, this is a very informative poll. But the inner, inner part of the poll, you know, when they say cross tabs, a lot of these um, uh, pollster types love to act like they're famous doctors and that we looked at the cross tabs and the cross tabs. Yeah, most of the time they make up the cross tabs because the other guy's too lazy to look at them. We looked at the cross tabs and the cross tabs. Said, well, let me tell you what the poll and the cross tabs say. Poll's simple. Poll says Trump 48. A month ago he was at 50. Now he's at 48. Margin of error is three. He's still within the margin of error. Even with that, you'd rather see uh, 51 become 53. Uh, margin of error to me uh, is important. But still, movement is important. So he moved down teeny, teeny, teeny bit. Uh, Haley made the biggest jump in the poll. She went up to 20%. I think she had been 15 or 16, one behind uh, DeSantis. So she made a five-point jump, only significant movement in the poll. Trump's could have been small or even non-existent. Uh, DeSantis remained where he was, 16%. He didn't lose anybody. She just passed him. I, so it's by, 48, by way, 20, 16. And Vivek was at 7. He's at 8. Uh, can I, may I correct you there? Yeah. Vivek like cake. 
Vivek like Kate is at is Vivek like his campaign is over is at eight percent. How about Asa? He's at one percent. Ada. Asa Hutchinson. Oh, Asa. Well, but here, but let me get to the important point because here's the important point, particularly with the damn snow coming. It's not snow. I don't think they have oh, coming. Fr- freezing, freezing. Hard to get to the polls coming. I don't believe it. Eighty percent. I'm sorry, eighty-six percent of the people voting for Trump are definitely voting for Trump and not changing their mind. Only uh, 60% of those voting for DeSantis are voting for DeSantis and definitely not changing their mind. And somewhere in the 50% are voting for Haley and not changing their mind. Do you see the difference? By By a full 30% of a much larger number, Trump's voters are much more dedicated. Definitely not voting is a very strong statement. Uh, the vote you can count on is the definitely voting for you, which means she's got a solid, what is it, 10%. Mm. That other 10% is still thinking about it. Now, Trump, well, has a, Trump has a solid are they 42% still, are with they, 8% thinking about it. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Are they still having a caucus that with Biden and, and, no. and Kennedy? And no, no, they're going to do a, a fr- uh, official, well-recognized fraudulent voting. They're going to have all mail-in voting, like uh, 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 Jim, Car- uh, like um, Secretary Carter. I mean, President Carter and Jim Baker said is prone to great fraud, and has been banned in half the uh, states in Europe because uh, it's so easy to cheat and about which they, uh, certain people alleged, I won't mention who they are, that they cheated last time. So they're very interested in, you know, right in, and I don't know if they're having even identification. That's so bizarre. Yeah, well, they want to try it. They want to try and gain, you know, proficient, proficiency at this system because they've come to the conclusion that they can't win an election without doing that. In New Hampshire, the Democrats basically their nose at us because Biden does not do well in New Hampshire. New Hampshire rights have seen right through this man since 1988. So he decided and the, the DNC decided we don't recognize New Hampshire as the first in the nation primary where we recognize South Carolina where uh, Biden did better thanks to that Senator uh, Cl- Clyburn. Yeah, Clyburn, yeah. Clyburn. So, uh, uh, Cl- Cl- a very wealthy congressman. Yeah, yeah. congressman. So uh, I don't know why any <laughs> New Hampshireite would be a Democrat. I really don't. Be an independent. Be a libertarian. Be a Republican. I think we should have a massive exodus of to to snub our state. We are so important in this mechanism of so the first we, in the nation primary. The American should take uh, 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 the example of the great people of Taiwan who oh, live with I'm the so threat of them. being extinguished by the Chinese yes. at any moment. They had three candidates, a tough guy who looks at China and spits in their communist faces, and two others who want to suck up to China. And you know where the, what the liberals wanted. And also, according to the liberals, right now we should be at, uh, China should be attacking them. The minute this guy gets elected, China's going to go crazy, China's going to go nuts. It's, you know, um, uh, stop war by uh, ki- kissing backside, uh, 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 called appeasement, and it always brings on war. The people of uh, Taiwan elected their vice president. They are hawk. The president's a hawk. The vice president's a hawk. They're the biggest supporters of 
the United States of America. And, of course, the Biden regime is against them because the Biden regime are not the biggest supporter of the United States of America. So they yeah. feel more comfortable with the others. And this is a good sign. This will so, back Xi Jinping off. So his name is William Lei, L-A-I. He goes by uh, another name as well, Lei Ching-Tei. Uh, very excited by, for the Taiwanese people because he wants to be independent. Which, by the way, why does Joe Biden say Taiwan is not an independent nation? But anyways... Um, but hasn't he said he would defend them? thing that I... And Ben Correction, this new president, he said he is going to put his adversaries in government positions. That is a scary thought since they want they want to be aligned with Beijing. Unless he's well, Abraham Lincoln. Stay with us on uncovering the truth. We'll Unless he's Abraham Lincoln with you after this break. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria. Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Now, with Dr. Maria, here's Rudy Giuliani. What happened? This is Rudy Giuliani. I'm back with Uncovering the Truth with uh, Dr. Maria and sponsored by T2T.org, Tunnel to Towers. Tension at the Texas border, and specifically at Eagle Pass. Eagle Pass, you remember in the news, oh, the last three months of 2023, as setting records occasionally, one of them, for uh, illegals just coming in. And also, uh, numerous times, uh, both the doctor and I observed being helped by American officials, which uh, struck us as rather unusual because they would be aiding and abetting violations of federal law. Now, you say, well, these people are coming in to ask for asylum, and therefore they're uh, uh, presumed uh, illegal. They're presumed to have a good claim. I, they, no, they're not. This 180 is a, countries representative. Not all of them need asylum. I, I would say probably 1% well, may have official numbers 5 to 6. I don't believe it. Well, you don't have to believe it, but it's 5 to 6. I don't believe it either. But that's a, that official percentage is 5 to 6%, which is absurd. And the official percentage is 100% because none of them ask for asylum in the country they first arrive in, which makes their asking for it here illegal. So every single one of them could peremptorily be stopped at the border, which is the way it should be, particularly since we are in beyond a crisis. We are in a situation in which America is losing. This is we're losing lives as if we were at a, in a war. China is sitting there killing a hundred thousand of us a year and saying, "Thank you, we don't have to fire a shot." They're killing us with ethanol. They're also destroying uh, fentanyl. our, our uh, uh, fentanyl. They are. They are also. Uh, uh, destroying our young girls and their young girls, and our young girls didn't get their hands on, destroying our morals, uh, d- uh, making us an addicted nation, uh, destroying our uh, sense of culture like they did with the Cultural Revolution in China. And we're just sitting there, and because we have a compromised president, compromised by China, because we were stupid enough to elect a man whose family got $31 million from Red China right before the election, uh, so, so we're much, getting our head kicked in at this point. 
There's so much wrong with what's happening through that border. You know, I heard a new statistics because I used to always say, which is still true to this day, I just get sick of my own voice talking about it, that the Biden administration has been complicit in the fentanyl poisonings, in the sex trafficking of minors, and also complicit in making the cartels billionaires. There's a new estimate out that the cartels now have an enterprise where they're making $13 billion a year with what they're doing at that southern border. Not only do they ask for money up front to get people through the southern border, if you don't have the money, you are now an indentured servant to that cartel member or that cartel, and they know where you are, and you have to drug deal, you have to do other things. It's it's just awful. But I want to hear from one of our listeners Frank. Frank, what's your point today? Frank dropped. Frank dropped. Oh, oh, he dropped. I, I, okay, let's go to George. Good morning. Good morning, George. Good morning. So, just a thought, okay? So, the notion was that when Obama was the president, uh, the country was running by three with three women which were never elected, Valerie Garrett, Susan Rice, and Michelle Obama. And, uh, and he was just a pup. Uh, the thought is that two of them are still running, two of them are still running the country under Biden, Valerie Garrett, Susan Rice, and maybe uh, Mrs. Uh, Biden. So, Obama. Uh, uh, yeah. you know, and, that, and this is really, uh, you know, the, also, the information here is that uh, Valerie Garrett is an Iran, uh, Iranian-born. Uh, you were talking about the nexus between Iran and China as far as their motivation towards this country here. So I was wondering if you have any thoughts about all this. A hundred thoughts about it. George, I think, excellent point. Uh, George, I think that the president, former president of the United States... The way this president is a um, is a creature of China, owned, operated, and completely locked up by them. I think that was true of Prince Obama and Iran. Uh, the no, there's no way you're going to convince me that any intelligent human being would give them hundreds of millions of dollars, knowing that they kill and they give money to terrorists to kill Americans, and is a loyal American. And uh, you don't give money to countries to kill your people or they want to destroy the Jewish people, unless you are aligned with them in some kind of an Islamic extremist program. George, I so appreciate your call, and you sparked my memory with something. I totally agree that Valerie Jarrett and Susan Rice are still running things, 100%. I, I hear it from people who are still in the White House, actually. And you sparked my memory with something with Valerie Jarrett being an Iranian-born person. Remember, we had Iranian spies in our State Department, and we haven't heard anything further about that. We still have, and they're covering it up. We know they suspended one or two people, but that's it. Then, Then the media won't cover it anymore. We are in trouble unless we start acting against Iran. They are big. They are powerful. They are rich. When we lifted the uh, sanction of them not being able to sell oil, the whole reason for that was they wouldn't get money to use against Americans. 
And Biden administration lifted that and they made, I don't know, 46 billion more dollars. So they have quite the coffers to go after us. And they can go after us in the Middle East like they've been doing, attacking our military bases, funding the Houthis, Hezbollah, uh, Hamas. I mean, there are so many different fractions in Yemen alone. They fight over who's going to be the worst terrorist. And Iran is behind it. So that was a very good call. We appreciate that, George. Yeah, George, I... Oh, Frank is back. Let's go to Frank. Frank is back! <laughs> good morning. Good Where morning, Mr. Been, Mayor. Frank? I want to say you, you're an American hero. I, I thank you for taking my call. Uh, I, I want to talk about the insurrection that happened, the Islamic extremist insurrection from yesterday. If we have a January 6th, why... Why aren't we going? Why isn't the FBI going after these people? How come there were no arrests? In front of the White House. Well, that's, that's what the three of us were saying last night as we watched it, and then we watched it get buried. I mean, I, I was watching that thing on, I, I don't know, um, Ted had it, had it on live in front of the White House. He was just coming off an airplane, and I said, oh, my goodness. I mean, first of all, it looks much worse than January 6th. You didn't see that kind of thing in January 6th, uh, smashing uh, sma- you know, smashing down things. Plus, on January 6th, without any provocation, the, the police gassed them. No gas was used here to protect the White House. So we have an example of selective justice. Is that it? Yes. So, <laughs> s- selective, uh, 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 it's an squared, selective, <laughs> underlined, selective like none of them got arrested and, and they did damage to the White House grounds. Selective like it was so bad they had to evacuate the White House. Mr. Mayor, keep fighting for us. You're an American hero. Thank you. Thank you. Thank we'll we'll you, get Frank. back there. Great we'll get call. back there. Yeah, that, that that really bothers me, too. The way the FBI targeted any, and it's all in a, a, thing, a tactic that dictatorships do to silence your voice. Yeah. Now, now are they going to take pictures of all those people and go to their houses with, uh, with the 40 of FBI agents yeah. dressed up with no. black helmets, black suits, looking like either uh, spacemen or Gestapo and machine guns and arrest them while their kids are crying? Are they going to do that? FBI, I know you're listening. So you're ready? You're ready? You're ready to go arrest a thousand of them? Yep. They did. They, they, uh, they created... Such uh, fear and 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 and, and uh, worry at the White House because they had to evacuate the White House. They had to put them all in little cages, and they were and they did damage uh, to the gate. Uh, there were there was physical. I saw ambulances taking people out. I'm sure you're going to lie about the whole damn thing. And you didn't arrest anybody. Where, where what did you use up all your tear gas on January 6? I mean, it's a long. You could have bought some tear gas since January 6. So Fannie Willis became infamous when she announced she's going after, I don't know, 19 people, including Rudy Giuliani, on this fake RICO charge, right? Even left-leaning people said, this is really a stretch. I can't believe stretch. it. Well, now it's come it's out. It's frame-up. Thanks to Mike Roman, one of the um, defendants. Best, one of the best people. Who yeah. said... There's something amiss here. Fannie Willis had, uh, number one, the, these charges were crazy, but there was two grand juries convened. One grand jury had no power, and she puts what now is alleged her lover, which we don't care who she's having an affair with, but this is the rub. She passes over every, you know, 
good prosecutor in her office takes this guy who's a personal injury attorney and puts him in charge of this grand jury who has no power, none whatsoever. Why? To jack up his salary, to jack up his price. Nobody says that, Dr. Maria. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. It's just... That's a crime, even our, right? Even our conservative people, I try to get Newsmax to focus on that. And they want to. I say, look, don't you realize the scam here? I'm a prosecutor. This is a big part of the case. Yes. She created a fictional grand jury yes. that you don't need. Why Why do you need two grand juries? Right. I, I've indicted to people. To be a fair is irrelevant. I indicted uh, people who killed 40 people with one grand jury. Yeah. I yeah. indicted Nazis with one grand jury. Yeah. I indicted the biggest heads of the mafia with one grand jury. I didn't need two. Marjorie Taylor Greene has put in, I don't know, the God process. God bless her. Yes. Stop. Leave her alone. Stop. Leave her alone. She's a patriot. She's God bless her. She's become much more, to me, she, I don't know what was different. She used Bad to be. press. Pr- yeah, probably, right? Like, I thought myself that she's a little bit cuckoo, but she's actually a very Just like people might think I'm an alcoholic. Yeah, hmm? right. That's because of the propaganda against you. But she actually is to, trying to do right by every American, with regardless of how you vote. So she's asking for an inquiry now on Fannie Willis and what goes on in Fulton County. I was listening to Greta, uh, what's her name? Van Susteren. Van Susteren, sorry about that, on Newsmax. And she's a lawyer, and she said she'd never seen anything like this. This should have criminal indictments against Fannie Willis. Oh, she's it's, really angry. Yeah, I, I see that. Really as a, as a former prosecutor and, and defense lawyer. saying this jail that Fannie likes to put people in and her enemies in is full of rats and bugs and um, people who have wounds have... Uh, I was in it. You were in it. Did you see the... That's deplorable? the jail I was brought... This is one of the worst jails in America. It's under federal inspection. And they took the president of the United States... And his top cabinet people and me and walked us through at least one mile of the jail in order to get fingerprinted and photographed. Totally unnecessary. Could you see the deplorable conditions? So that's what I was. Of course I could. I could see the poor, the poor. uh, I I don't know. I guess I'm prejudiced toward the prisoners. They all ported for me (laughs) twice. Hey, Rudy, screw Fanny. Much worse than that. Prisons are necessary. I get upset when I hear that prisoners can have free college education and all this stuff. I really get upset about Uh, these guys. I like, but I also don't (laughs) think they should be in conditions of squalor and bugs. I, I, you know, we are America. People have to pay for their crimes, but certainly we don't have it like they're in a jail in North, you know, North Korea. Well, you know, you know can I can I give you an a- application of the broken windows theory and that if you have a prison that's for shit. Uh, oh, sorry. If you, I hope you cut that out. If you have a prison that's in terrible condition, it tells you you're a terrible prosecutor. It says you have no respect for the people you're prosecuting, which means you're going to be prosecuting some innocent people. Uh, even the guilty people I prosecuted, I had respect for. Because it's the only way I could create a discipline on myself not to prosecute innocent people. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because every once in a while a person can have an explanation. It doesn't make sense, but it's real. Like, uh, there are stories that sound perfectly logical that the person committed the crime, and they didn't. As a prosecutor, you have to have a sufficient enough inte- intelligence, education, and, uh, and flexibility of uh, judgment to be able to see that. And if you can, I didn't hire you. I got rid of you. Now, I, I come up 
in this Biden situation and Hillary with some of the biggest numbskulls, idiots. Like, who would choose Smith to run a sensitive case? He's already been taken apart by the Supreme Court as an unbalanced, sick prosecutor in a case reverse nine nothing. Now you have a very sensitive case. You want Trump to get a fair trial, and you take guys who gives who give who give unfair trials and try to put them in charge of it. It, it, it was like an announcement. We're going to give you an unfair trial, Trump, and nobody gets it. I mean, this what they've done to the American justice system is getting us as close as we've ever been to the Soviet Union or the Nazis in terms of our courts. Hoaxes and other fake news stories. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria. Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Using common sense thinking with New York Street Smarts. Now, with Dr. Maria, here's Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani back with Uncovering the Truth and uh, with Dr. Maria. And we're we're going to um, we're going to go uh, to. May, may I say I don't yeah. like this song that they're playing in the background. And um, I don't even know what it is. It's American Woman. It's totally against Americans. It's by a British band. It's got a great tune. So I used to you know sing along with it too because it's got a great. Well, tell tune. us how it's against women, so we can. But it's American Woman. Stay away from me. It's it's just saying like. Basically, the groupie American woman, they're trashy. So it's actually not a good song for American women, even though it's catchy. My experience is just the opposite. My kids are funny. I'll sing songs that I think I know the words, and I think they're more innocent, and they're like, Mom, do you know what that song is about? And I'm like, "Uh, no. (laughs) Well, I don't know if we should take a call or we should go to the story that fascinates me. Okay. That we're going to spend some time on either on my... We're either going to spend time on it on my radio show a little bit, and we're going to spend time on the the live cast 8 o'clock at night on X, because I can show you pictures of it. But there was an article in yesterday's post that just got me. It It says that it's coming back. Dressing like a mob wife. Oh dear! And it has it, it has it has pictures of. Um, let me refer to them by their Mrs. Soprano. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, okay. And uh, Hill's uh, uh, wife, uh, who Henry he was Hill's unfaithful to. Who he was unfaithful. Fellows. Yeah, I and think you need to describe a little more. Well, uh, can I see it? Yeah, yeah, Carmela Soprano. Okay. Who was the? I mean, in terms of acting, that was the premier. Female performance. I, I don't think. understand what they mean by mob fashion. And then it other, other, sense. other, other, other um, famous actresses who are not in those parts are now copying the style. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence dressed up that way. Kendall Jenner, who is in the newspapers every day. Oh, she is. What, what for? She's I, sticking up for, for women's No, every day she's in this newspaper in some kind of form of no clothes on. Oh. And then Dua Lipa, whoever she is. I don't know who but They is. are all in there. But I don't dressed get like up this like mob fashion. Well, take a look at the fashion. See, so see what you think. They show, so, I mean, I wear a lot of fur, fur coats, some faux, some real. And I've worn it since I was a teenager. My first uh, fur coat was a rabbit coat. Very and you have popular, a dog named Gotti. <laughs> very popular during the day, uh, during the yeah, during that time. But fur coats in New Hampshire, you know, you got to be warm. But looking at these um, pictures, Adriana La Serva 
played um, on Sopranos, and she's got this crazy tiger outfit, and, and that is, is a little bit, I guess. She's quite an accomplished actress. Uh, yeah, but the outfit is a little ho. They have well, she a plays picture that of Carmela Soprano, and it almost looks like a 1950s she's dress. A, like in, in the, she's in the category of great actress. I think when I think of mob wife fashion, it's kind of brazen and too much makeup and too much eye makeup. I don't know. I'll, we'll have to research. Let's take this. a call and see if they have a t- they have topics of their own, but maybe they'd like to be heard on. Do they like mob <laughs> wife outfits? They probably could care less. I don't know who Ginger McKenna is. There's a Ginger McKenna here who is dressed up as a mob wife, but I don't know who she is. Let's go to Joan, who's been waiting for quite a while. Hi, guys. Here's the scenario I see. Uh, the Obamas, even before they left the White House, planned to come back in the way of Michelle. And they got uh, managed to get Biden uh, elected knowing that he would screw up because Obama said, leave it to Joe to screw up. And, of course, they knew he would. And that would leave them a clear path to the White House. Hmm. So you think uh, uh, here, through Michelle? She's saying yeah, Michelle. because remember the first choice, the first choice was Kamala Harris, and um, she's a dud. She's no, she was the first choice. Right, she, right. Uh, they they raised an enormous amount. The Soros has put a bundle into her, and I think it was the youngest Soros who picked her. I think the oldest Soros would have been smart enough to know this is a, a nitwit, and uh, and then of course she flamed out. And uh, they had to come up with somebody. Now, Biden had gotten wiped out in the first two primaries. He was gone. He got killed in New Hampshire. Uh, and they revived him because they, I think you're right. They, now they said, let's get Puppet. Uh, they did have to go. Uh, at this point, Trump was starting to show that he might be a candidate. And therefore, we got to go to the, we got to beat him in the middle. And Joe will do what we want. And then when he gets in the White House, you know, He'll do what he wants. And they know, they knew he had the illness dementia, which means every day, every year is going to get better for them. Every year he's going to lose brain cells. Can I just make an analogy there? They knew that about Bob Mueller. When they put him in charge 100%. of Russian collusion, that man that's why did they, not know where he was. That, that's why they went to get the, they, they got the hitmen to run him. Uh, and they did all kinds of unconstitutional, unfair things. Then I think Bob Mueller, who was not the brightest bulb in the world, but was a fair man, would not have done. But he, well, didn't, he didn't. He didn't. I know. don't have a good impression of Bob Mueller because of what he did in Massachusetts. Yeah, but that was also because he's dopey, yeah. not because he's unfair. You're protecting Whitey Bulger, who murdered people. You're only going to do that if you're crooked, which he wasn't, or you're an idiot, incompetent, which and he you was. You think that's more? I, know, that I don't think that. Okay, I know okay. it. You're working. All right. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. May I have the floor here just to read the names that I know of of the American hostages? Please, please. Again, there's. Um, Numbers floating around anywhere between 8 to 10. So I apologize if I've missed a name, and please let me know. You can go to drmaria.net if you have better information of the names of the American hostages held by the vicious Hamas. Saige Dekel Chen, Ite Chen, Eden Alexander, Omer Nutra, Hirsch Goldberg Poland. Chen Goldstein, and she has three children, very young children, Agam, Gal, and Tai, and Keith Siegel. 
We love you. We pray for you. We pray for all hostages and hope for your release. And it will only be when Israel liberates that area and takes you home. Well, some time ago when Biden, it could have been the day, the day after Biden opened the borders on January 23rd, 24th. Uh, one of the first things he did ha- has to be he was paid a lot for that because he reversed Trump on the border immediately, you know, did away with the remove in Mexico that only a crook would do and then started encouraging people to come in, surge to the border, surge to the border, surge to the border, surge to the border. I kept warning people because I know the old immigration really well. And when I say old immigration, I mean the old illegal immigration, not your grandfathers and grandmothers, which are the altogether different thing. Uh, the old immigration were people mostly coming into work with criminals hitting, hidden in between them. I said, this is going to be different because the cartels run the border now. This is going to be criminals with some good people mixed in. It can be the other way around. You, you take a look at what's going on in Floyd Bennett Field. Somebody's got to say, Giuliani, you were right. And Adams, you were so wrong, you should resign. You brought criminals into this city, not, not sad people who just... These are criminals raping women in Brooklyn, and you brought them in, Adams? God bless America. Please save us. Have a great week. Don't forget Rudy Giuliani's show on WABC Radio, 3 p.m. every day, and America's Mayor Live, 8 p.m. every night on X, and hit subscribe for confidential information. And on Rumble. Thank you. God bless you. And God bless America. God bless America. And good luck in Iowa.